podcasters have been listening for free for too long. You owe us something. Well, okay. Listen, a lot of you have said, hey, guys, I'd be willing to subscribe and pay X per week or per month for the podcast. And you know why we don't charge? Because we're stupid. Because we're stupid. But anyway, why don't you think about what would you be willing to pay per month for the Armstrong and Getty show? And then instead of giving it to us, give it to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Donate it and help our uh, our warriors who are in their time of greatest need. you got this organization that is all volunteers, and they do fabulous, beautiful, beautiful work helping our guys. So just go to armstrongandgetty.com to donate. It's that simple. experiences in this race have just been disappointing to me and frankly to see her not letting the voters of Iowa decide her destiny uh, as opposed to uh, what we see now uh, is just uh, uh, unfortunate and and I've seen the bile, the anger of from my family members to people in the Congressional Black Caucus to uh, leaders uh, of color across this country who just sort of like don't don't understand how we've gotten to a point now that there's more billionaires in the 2020 race than there are black people. There are more billionaires in the 2020 race than black people. Mm, undeniable. In the Well, yeah, the, that's just a fact. There's no fact check. That's true. Uh, <laughs> there's, there's no getting around that. I don't get this whole conversation, though. I'm so confused by it. And so who are you mad at or, or what do you what do you want to do? It's the Democratic Party making these decisions. Well, not only that, but it's Democratic primary voters who are who are especially lefty and woke and the rest of it. And that honestly, the bottom line is, and you see this a lot. But we should say who that was. I I hate when yeah, other you shows know do that. You're other right. shows do that all the time. You think I don't know who that is. What are you talking about? That was Senator Cory Booker, who's a black guy who's running for president as a senator. He's got like two percent in the polls. Talking about Kamala Harris, a black woman who was a U.S. senator who just dropped out of the race. She had like three percent in the polls. Right, exactly. Uh, but since they're talking about the Democratic electorate, they're not going to come out and out and say it's racist and, and nobody wants black people because that would be obviously a, a strange and uncomfortable thing for them to say. And so, and you get this a lot, just this vague hint that it's the dark forces of racism. Or if it's not racism, it's misogyny, uh, that why a candidate was rejected. Or, you know, had to drop out because they had no money. Look, more billionaires than black people. Yeah, that's true. So what? I mean, or, or what does that mean? What, what's your point? What should we do? You're not happy about that? Okay, that's fine. Thanks for sharing. But, you know, what do I care? The, the black candidates who were in were bad candidates, and now they're out. Should they still be in, in spite of being bad candidates? I just, what's your point, Corey? Well, the particularly confusing part is both Kamala Harris and Cory Booker have practically zero support among black voters in South Carolina. Right. I have no control over that. Other right. black voters in the, the who who are who are Democrats don't want you to be president. I don't know uh, what to do about that. Well, it's a nice opportunity for them, though, to reinforce the drumbeat of grievance 
and victimhood and and uh, the the you know critical race theory. Everything's racist. It, there's nothing you can do about the 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 race for the presidency at this point, but you can just reinforce that general narrative. So I think that's what they're trying to do. Just hinting darkly again that it's it's the evil forces of racism at work, and 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 we all need to uh, you know follow their leadership or whatever. Uh, that being said, by the way, uh, the latest poll has Cory Booker at three percent nationally. Uh, and Kamala Harris was at 4%, so he was looking up at her, and she's gotten out of the race. But nationally, Biden still has a solid lead, a double-digit lead. And um, it's getting pretty late, I mean, in the game. We're getting, we're getting past the Rudy Giuliani, Fred Thompson, you know, various examples through history where frontrunner disappears. I mean, he's still in the lead, um, the, you know, less than two months away from Iowa. So I, I, the race is so up in the air, it's, it's hard to imagine. Yet he's like in fourth or fifth in the first couple of states. So I have right. no idea what's going to happen. Well, and it's so different from years past when, and, and I won't name check the, the various candidates who, who came and went, but you had various stripes of fairly reasonable uh, fairly acceptable Democrats, you know, different points of view, maybe a little left, a little right of each other. And on the Republican side, you had all your Jebs Bush and Scotts Walker and, and Marco Rubio and all those people. But this time, what you have left is the ancient Joe Biden. You have a couple of, like, wackadoo socialists. You have a, a, a young mayor of a small town. And, and uh, you know, a fairly obscure, I like Amy Klobuchar. I think she's a tough gal and a smart gal. But, I mean, you don't have a lot to choose from. So where this goes, I do not know. Who did I leave out? I left out somebody notably, didn't I? Uh, notable. Uh, yeah. I just have uh, a... Joe, Amy, that doesn't matter. we got plenty of time. No, but That's enough So, of that. you know, I mean, but my point is... Which of the Jeb or Marco or Scott Walkers or whatever get chosen is just, it's not that big a deal. One of them. Fine. Okay, great. But is it going to be an ancient socialist or an obscure young gay mayor of a small town? I mean, that's a, that's a question. Yeah. And, and, and quite a contrast, obviously. Yeah. Um, well, we'll find out in the coming months. Uh, coming up a little bit later, we want to play, uh, Hillary Clinton was on Howard Stern's show. I find that Odd. I I can't believe that she went on there. To me, that's a signal she's not running for president and that she just doesn't really care anymore. She's not being as careful and guarded as she always has been. She's mm-hmm. just trying to sell a book and continue to be relevant to anything. That's my feeling about it. But she uh, had some uh, things to say about running or not running, and maybe we'll play a little bit of that later in the program. People are still talking about her jumping in as uh, Lan Hee Chen uh, told us um, not long ago, she's just trying to stay relevant. If she if she at some point definitively says, "I no way under any circumstances I'm running," nobody cares anymore about your book or your speeches or where you're showing up tomorrow. You just don't matter anymore, and that's true. Right? Yeah, yeah. There's that excitement you're, that she might. You're off the stage at that point, and that that would be that'd be a little tough when you realize, okay, my opinion on anything no longer matters. Yeah. Yep. So, hey, listen, um, <clears throat> we're going to talk to a guest, uh, one of the young heroes who's benefited from Warrior Foundation Freedom Station uh, later on this hour. Um, uh, you know, at some point, maybe next segment, I don't know, Jack, what do you want to do? Yeah, you want to talk about I, I think next segment's a good time to do it. Yeah, let's just talk about why we're so excited personally about this organization and so dedicated to helping them. 
Um, because we realize you haven't seen what we've seen. You haven't met the people we've met. And we're, we're trying to communicate it to you best we can. But I think maybe you ought to sit down and just chat. Yeah, a full-throated push for why you should give money to this. It's a, it's it's just a fantastic organization. And it's our duty. It's actually our duty as citizens to help support this sort of thing. And we're trying to raise a half million dollars this week. And we uh, got a long way to go. So, uh, yeah, that and other stuff. And uh, Hillary on Stern, we'll get to that at some point. All on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So we can't seem to nail this down. It's like six, seven years ago, the first time we visited Warrior Foundation Freedom Station in San Diego and got the tour and met the people and saw what they do there and got a chance to talk to guys who were uh, actually rehabbing there from either physical wounds or emotional mental wounds or both. Right. Right, and it happens to be in San Diego because it's next to the enormous Balboa Park uh, Medical Center there where um, so many of our wounded warriors go to be treated. Uh, everybody's heard of you know, Walter Reed and everything on the East Coast, but this is the West Coast equivalent, one of a couple. And you know, I'm, I'm, I want to help explain to folks why you and I are so into this organization and the main thing for me i think is you know the the broad principles of patriotism and that we have a duty to support our wounded warriors and 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 that we all serve our country and we've got to have these guys backs i mean that all i think we can all agree on that and everybody feels that but when you actually meet the individual human beings and you see some kid who's 23 years old maybe he answered his country's call, and he, and you know, in this case, a physical injury. And I'm thinking about one specific guy. I'm not going to name any names, but um, he had his arm blown off um, and some other pretty terrible injuries. And he was at his uh, transitional housing there at Freedom Station, um, hanging out with an old friend from home and playing video games and trying to function now without his his hand which happened to be his dominant hand so he had to become left-handed and and meanwhile dealing with the fact that all of his plans for his young life had been derailed and he was dealing with terrible physical pain and a list of operations he had to have, and rehab he had to have, and at some point in the very near future, the military would say, thanks, bye, and he would be out on the street trying to figure out how to get his life going. And as a former young man myself, and as a dad, uh, it's hard enough without the burden this kid and, and many like him have to carry. And then you see the volunteers of Warrior Foundation Freedom Station and how they step in, and they are that that sturdy shoulder to put his arm on to help carry him through the tough times. And it's, just, it's incredibly moving. And when we went to visit, I was expecting the typical sort of military-slash-hospital kind of institutional gray thing. And that's not what it is at all. There were there, there are a number of little cottages, and it kind of had more of a bed and breakfast feel to it. And these people are staying in their own rooms, and at night they come out and they sit around a little fire pit and talk, and you know, and and, and hang out. 
and just it's an opportunity to well d- 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 decompress from a combat experience and talk about your physical situation, your mental situation in a way that uh, with other people who have experienced that there's just, there's just no way I can I can have those conversations with them. I've tried it with my own brother. There's no way you can have those conversations as someone who hasn't been in combat with other people who ha- who have been in combat. In these situations, they get to come out and hang out together, and that's a lot of the rehabbing that goes on. Well, right, and and these guys are dealing with similar things, whether it's PTSD or the physical stuff. You've got a couple of guys getting used to their prosthetics, trying to figure out who they are, where they're going in life, you know, and it just it helps so much to have them together at Freedom Station. And so what happens there is absolutely beautiful. And we met some beautiful, smart, gentle young men who are being driven to the very brink of suicide by post-traumatic stress. They were teetering on the edge of whether they would live or whether they would die. And Warrior Foundation Freedom Station was there with with kindness and compassion and patience and sometimes a boot in the ass saying, you're going to live. You're, you're a valuable person. You're a great person. We're going to help you through this. Please don't give up. And we met those guys and talked to them and looked in their faces. And uh, just speaking for myself, uh, I had that feeling of I would give anything right now. I would say anything. God, please give me the wisdom to say something. Is there something I can give? Is there a check I can write? Please, anything to help this kid make it. And, you know, there's a limited amount we can do, but one of the things we can do is support an organization that is there with them day to day trying to save those lives. Yeah, I remember being in one guy's little cottage there in his room and he was hanging out and he had a uh, dog companion with him, as some of them do. And his uh, this was at the very beginning of treating PTSD like uh, like like what it is an actual injury. He didn't have any noticeable physical injuries, but he was really struggling. And um, we did this to him. He wasn't like that before. I mean, he voluntarily joined up, but he went and served in combat in a mission that we in a democracy sent him to fight in theory, because we think it's good for our country. And we did this to him, and we have an obligation to help him through the, the wound on the other side so he can go out and be a productive part of society, or at least at least happy. And um, it, was, it was really something talking to him and him telling me how much it, it, it meant to him, Freedom Station, how much it was helping him out, and where he would be without it. And, right. and that's why you want to donate money. You go to armstrongandgetty.com and you donate money to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. They're so careful with your money. That's another good part of it. Not only do they do good, but they do good with the single dollar that they got from you better than practically any other charity in America. And the reason it's kind of a long name, Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, is that Warrior Foundation does a lot more than Freedom Station. They are going into the hospitals administering to the kids as they get operation after operation, as they're doing the the physical therapy, as they're still active duty, but they're struggling with their prosthetics. They can't get their tie-up boots over their prosthetic foot, so Warrior Foundation found a maker who would efficiently make zip-up boots that still passed, for instance, Marine Corps regulations, so these guys could still fall in and feel like a Marine. Uh, electric razors, because the hand razors are 
too hard if your hand has been blown off. Um, just all sorts of stuff. And one of the things they do is these these kids who are there. And listen, I'm bouncing back from surgery myself, but and it's it's challenging enough. But I can't imagine dealing with the sort of devastating injuries a lot of these young people are dealing with. But they're in the hospital for months and months and months and months, if not years, dealing with operations and physical therapy and discouragement and setbacks and infections and the rest of it. We send them home to be with mom and dad for Christmas. Instead of being there alone in the hospital on Christmas Day, a prospect which is bringing tears to my eyes, what we do is we buy them a round-trip ticket so they can be home with mom and dad and their brothers and sisters and their old buddies from home um, to help remind them of who they are and why it's worth sticking with it and and to continue to heal and do the hard work of healing. And we've talked to Sandy Lemcooler and all the folks at Warrior Foundation and some of the doctors and nurses, and these kids come back from that visit home energized and ready to do the work. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's not only a nice thing to do. It's part of the healing process. So go to armstrongandgetty.com. We'd really like you to contribute some money. If, if any of that made any sense to you or you can relate to it. And this time of year, we're buying a lot of stuff for ourselves. It's a self-indulgent time of the year for a lot of people. Eating out, buying stuff, whatever. Throw some bucks this way. If you've had a good year in the, in the, the, the Trump stock market or whatever, throw some money this way. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We're trying to raise a half a million dollars. we got a long way to go. We might have been too aggressive with our goal. I hope not. We've never fallen short of a goal in the past. And you all can do what you want. You're good folks, most of you, except those of you that aren't. Uh, but and you know who you are. <laughs> I suggest giving it a level that you have to take a deep breath before you hit complete. You know, if all you can afford is $20, if that's a bit of a stretch for you, well, I, we appreciate your generosity. But a lot of you have done very, very well. You have a, a fair amount of money laying around. I tell you what, skip a, a big night out with wine and give a chunk of money, would you? Uh, go to armstrongandgetty.com. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, Trump slamming Democrats after Pelosi's impeachment move. we got new poll numbers, bad news for Biden, and a breakthrough in birth control. Well, it worked in pigs. <laughs> Well, that's an interesting tease. Sexy, sexy pigs. A breakthrough in birth control well it worked in pigs. That story and others on the way on the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. Nancy Pelosi just went off on a reporter, so we're grabbing that audio for you. Um... Oh, boy. And then uh, LeBron James did what he calls the worst thing he's ever done in his career <laughs> last night. And we've, we'll have that for you coming up in just a moment. Was it when he stabbed that hot dog vendor? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's worse than that, Joe. Oh, boy. Um, uh, we need to get a quick update of Warrior Foundation. We did an impassioned uh, plea. Well, it was really just an explanation of what Warrior Foundation Freedom Station is. So I want to see where we are. Drum roll, please. <laughs> $285,458. That's a lot. Yeah. That's, that's fantastic. I'm oh, yeah. picturing those guys flying home and seeing their, their parents and their family and everything. And it, oh, my God, it makes me so happy, among all the other things that they do. That is the problem with the expectations game because, you know, coming up on $300,000 is a ton of money yeah. for one radio show to raise. I mean, it's just an insane amount of money. But when you set your goal at a half a million... Which was your idea. Right. Uh, USA, Magnetic States of America, in for $100. That's fantastic. Uh, where was the other one? Oh, this will be awesome, also with another uh, with a $100 chip in. 
Um, I want to see a blue whale. Where's Where's that company? Where's that rich guy with with ten thousand bucks? Come on, come on. Where my whales be at? Come on, you you got the big money. You've made what twenty five percent this year on your investments in the stock market. Come on, throw a little toward Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Now, President Trump is hammering House Democrats after Speaker Nancy Pelosi said articles of impeachment will be drafted. In a series of tweets, Trump called Dems part of a do-nothing radical left. He said they aim to impeach him over nothing, continuing to say that is not what our founding fathers had in mind. The good thing is that the Republicans have never been more united. We will win. Now, during that uh, statement from Pelosi, she managed to invoke the Founding Fathers as well during that announcement. In signing the Declaration of Independence, our founders invoked a firm reliance on divine providence. Democrats, too, are prayerful, and we will proceed in a manner worthy of our oath of office to support and defend the Constitution of the United States from all enemies, foreign and domestic. She says, look, I was there. I said, it's a republic if you can keep it. That was my line, actually. <laughs> ben Franklin stole it. Sean, you've got to isolate the... <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like she's four martinis in. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what's going on there. She didn't want to do impeachment to her bones. She knew it was a bad idea. Right. She got put in a corner where she, I guess she felt like she had no choice. I, I don't know if she's saying I told you so to any of that crowd right now or not. Do we have uh, Nancy getting into it with the reporter or not? In a, just a second, we will here because it's. Uh, I haven't. I've, I've read it. I haven't heard it yet. But no, okay, not quite yet. We will. All right. Meanwhile, we got a new Los Angeles Times poll of likely Democratic voters that shows both Elizabeth Warren and Joe Biden losing ground in California's primary race. Bernie Sanders is the one who's surging ahead. He came up by five points in September. He's now in a statistical tie for the top spot with Elizabeth Warren. That is a big change from September. Warren is at uh, 22%. She led the field in September with 29%. An interesting thing about that, of course, well, well Bernie is the most genuine of the uh, the communists. I mean, he is he is fully... Uh, involved. This is his whole life. He's not pretending. He's not trying to, right. you know, just all of a sudden please the Twitter crowd or whatever. This is who he is. And I not think, a joke. And I think that appeals to a lot of people. On the other hand, what he's proposing is so incredibly undoable and uh, and, and and not electable. Well, it would, yeah, it would it would ruin it would set fire to the economic engine that has lifted so many out of poverty. It would accomplish precisely the opposite of what he and fellow socialists claim to want. You kill the free market, you kill prosperity. And he might win the biggest state in the country, which is really pretty amazing. Here's Nancy Pelosi after she gave her speech about the the framers and uh, how sad she is that she has to go Heart forward with impeachment. Heart full of love and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Here, a reporter uh, hit her with a question. Do you hate the president, Madam Speaker? Because I don't, I don't Collins, hate anybody. Representative Collins, the reason I asked you. We don't hate anybody, not anybody in the world. You don't accuse me. I did not accuse you. I asked the question. Representative Collins yesterday suggested that the Democrats are doing this simply because they don't like the guy. I have nothing to do with it. 
And as a Catholic, I resent your using the word hate in a sentence that addresses me. I don't hate what? anyone. I was raised in a way that is full, a heart full of love and always prayed for the president. And I still pray for the president. I pray for the president all the time. So don't mess with me when it comes to words like that. Heart full of love and you're to blame. So the the, the reporter, and, ah, I don't know what I think of a question like that from a reporter. Do you hate the president? And she got she got worked up. She walked right to the edge of the stage and is yeah. jabbing her finger yeah. toward him and like has that I'm going to attack you with one of my stilettos look on her face. <laughs> she really did not like that. And then she goes back to the microphone to get I'm a Catholic. I love everybody. Heart full of love. On another matter, we got a new birth control uh, method in the works uh, that only needs to be taken once a month. Scientists in Massachusetts say it works so far in pigs really well. They began working on slow-release pills five years ago for things like uh, malaria and HIV, and now they're using the same idea to deliver a long-lasting supply of hormones. Human trials expected to start in 2021. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation investing $13 million for more development in the hopes of eventually improving family planning options in developing countries. I thought you were going to mention the pill story that came out yesterday, which, if if that can be verified, is huge. The birth control pill, which changed sex in the world, they think lowers sex drive in women dramatically. Oh, my gosh. And they just have figured that out. And so generations of frustrated uh, sexual unions or maybe, yes. a, or maybe a lack of sex drive, <laughs> right. you know, among young people and less kids and all right. that sort of stuff might be tied to the pill, which would be huge. Uh, uh-oh, we got a whale sighting. Like, oh, oh. That sounds like a pretty good-sized Leviathan. (laughs) Jim Warren chipping in with $5,000. Thank you very much. Thanks, Jim. This country's been good to you, and you're you're given to the veterans who've made this country great. Way to go, buddy. And the active duty guys. I mean, come on. And also equally appreciative of white van driving ankle slashing clown chipping in fifty bucks. <laughs> wow, way to go, my clowny friend. We like the whales. Hey. Yeah, hey, if you got ten bucks and that's all you can spare, great. If you got ten thousand, it will go to good use. We promise you that. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips. The Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. And, uh, and so quickly, the worst thing that LeBron James ever did in a game. Didn't get caught by the refs. It's hard to imagine why. He he stops at midcourt, holds the ball, takes three and a half steps, and starts dribbling again. Three and a half steps. Walking, oh, for goodness sake. Walking down the court. And they showed him the video at halftime, and he says, that's the worst thing I've ever done in my career. And, the, and he said, the refs are going to get written up for that. How did nobody catch that? Oh, that's unbelievable. Oh, yeah. oh they got another whale. Oh, we got more. This one uh, just donating as a supporter with $2,020. Beautiful. Timothy chipping in another... 2020, I get it. Chipping in another $1,000. We got ourselves a whale pod. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Before you turn flukes tonight, whales, you need to donate money. That's a whale reference. That's what they do when they sleep. I just wanted to throw that in there. Uh, before you turn flukes tonight, whales, you need to do your donating at armstrongandgetty.com. That one whale sounds a little like me on a Sunday morning. Hey, now. <laughs> sure, but not so much pizza. Uh, we're hey, gonna... Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. 
I, I'll stand clear. I'm, 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 I was just going to say, we're going to talk to one of the absolutely terrific young warriors uh, who's been helped by Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, uh, a really good example of the many things they do for our guys when, when they need it most. Coming yeah, up in moments. Yeah, yeah, the good stuff right there. And you can't let, I, I know LeBron gets special treatment, you can't let somebody take almost four full steps walking down the court holding the ball. All right, don't do that, refs. Uh, stay tuned, Armstrong and Getty Show. We don't ask for money much on the Armstrong and Getty Show. We made that decision a long time ago that instead of being involved in a whole bunch of different things and constantly asking you for money and and not always being thrilled with various things that we were asking for money for, we'd pick a great, great organization and do once a year, and that's what we're doing right now, Warrior Foundation, Freedom Station, trying to raise money, trying to raise a half million dollars, um, just us on this show and all our listeners this week. Uh, and that's well. That's our goal. We want to introduce you to Chris Luna, who's a retired petty officer with the United States Navy, a Purple Heart recipient, and uh, a guy who's been assisted by Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Hey, Chris, how are you, sir? Good. How are you? We're we're terrific. Thanks. Hey, uh, allow me to tell a little bit of your story, um, and and I'll explain why in a second or two. But <clears throat> Chris, during a training exercise, ruptured ligaments in his left leg, need to have reconstructive surgery. Was it your your knee, Chris? No, it's everything below the knee, actually. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So <clears throat> Chris said, okay, great, fix me up. I want to stay with my unit. He was outfitted with an external prosthetic that he needed special boots for before being redeployed to the Middle East. Then he blew out his leg again, fixed up, refused to leave his unit, once again deployed. Finally, he suffered a head injury, which has led to an epileptic condition um, that he's he's working through right now. Chris is now medically retired. Now, is that mostly accurate, Chris? Yes, sir. Yes, okay. sir. All right, excellent. The reason we tell those stories is because we don't know you well, but we know guys like you, and you're positive, you're forward-thinking, you're nobody's sob story, and you don't want to dwell on it. But, dude, your country asked you to give, and you gave, and you gave, and you gave. And the way Jack and I look at it is now it's time for us to help you. So at this point, you're back in the States. You're you're trying to figure out what your, what your future is. Tell us what you decided to do and how Warrior Foundation factors into it. Um, so I wanted to stay with kind of in with the um, whole military aspects because when, when I kept going back and back, and kind of refusing to get retired, and finally the epilepsy was like, states just said, you're done. And I kind of said, all right. Um, I stayed in as long as I could, fought off many uh, physical evaluation boards because I had my uh, external prosthetic and my boots from the foundation. It was uh, their specialized boots uh, with a custom zipper and everything, and, but I wanted to stay in the military realm, so now I'm working with um, Naval Information Warfare Center, 
and um, I'm going back to school full time while working. And um, there's a new program at USD for cybersecurity, and it's so new that veteran all the benefits don't cover. So again, Warrior Foundation stepped in and said, "You know what? By you, uh, your positive, you're." You're going somewhere, and you're not dwelling like you guys mentioned. I just want to support my family, and there's no need to dwell. You just keep moving on. Right. So, so you got you got accepted in the University of California San Diego Cybersecurity Program, and they said to you, "Oh, hey, one one uh, tie up here. We can't accept your VA benefits, and and so you couldn't really afford full tuition. And that's the beautiful thing about Warrior Foundation. Um, they said, "Okay, this is what you need to get back on your feet again. Okay, this is what we will provide for you." Yes, absolutely. Without even thinking, they're like, they know that I work in this industry. And they're like, this is going to better your career. And it's pretty much jump-starting my career. It's a six-month boot camp in cybersecurity with USD, which is pretty prestigious school and pretty good endorsement on your resume. And so it's a $12,000 program for six months along with my degree program. And they said, all right, we'll take care of you. And I... I didn't know what, really what to say. <laughs> well, you know, if, if 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 listeners, people who would donate money to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, if you want to look at it in the most cold calculating way, you could look at it, and and, and not for you, Chris, because I have a feeling you'd be uh, you're going to be all right no matter what. But there are people you get them back on their feet, pointed the right direction, and doing well. It's going to be a lot less expensive for society than if they're not. Um, if you just want to look at it that way. Exactly. It's all we need is a little, a little bump. And Freedom Station, they will do whatever they can to help us veterans that are struggling to get back on the right path. And they are very successful at it, and they're absolutely amazing. Hey, uh, Chris, I know you're a member of the Warrior Foundation Freedom Station uh, cycling team. Uh, what's it like for you to meet uh, newly wounded guys, guys still coming back from overseas, or guys struggling with post-traumatic stress? Um, how does it feel to you as a guy who's been through some of that stuff to be able to talk to those guys? I love it. We, If one of our guys were like, hey, let's go for a ride, that's kind of the kind of the key word to say hey let's go talk so we'll we'll go to a coastal ride even if it's a race we all stay together the whole team and there's some fast guys in there that can we podium a lot actually (laughs) and because we have that brotherhood that we just push each other but most of the time riding we're talking and we're telling how we feel we're venting and it's just one big release on a bike (laughs) So it's getting us out there physically and getting our mental state right with guys that's been through everything and guys that are coming back and they ask for advice. And it's like a race team and mentoring session. So it's pretty cool. (laughs) That is really, really cool. Chris Luna, retired petty officer with the Navy Purple Heart recipient, uh, riding for Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. Hey, Chris, we appreciate the couple of minutes talking to you and uh, everything you've done for the country, everything you continue to do. And good luck with the uh, cybersecurity program, man. 
All right. Thank you so much, sir. Yeah, go get it. Yeah, it's our pleasure. Believe me. You know, Jack, I wanted to save just a couple of minutes in the segment. As I was listening to Chris, I was thinking, you know, as an older guy, we've been fairly successful in the business we're in. If you came across a young man like that in your industry and you saw the opportunity to mentor them, to help them, to give them a leg up, maybe say, listen, we'll take care of your tuition. You come work here when you're done with your program. Um, uh, somebody is as courageous as that, as tough as that, who loves this country like that. I mean, that would be great if each one of us individually had that opportunity to help somebody like that in our industry. Well, maybe you're not going to specifically, but by giving to Warrior Foundation Freedom Station, you are. You know what I'm saying? You're that mentor. Yeah, you're giving that hand up. Um, So you go to armstrongandgetty.com, and that's how you donate money. And uh, like Joe's been saying... Give until it's just a little bit uncomfortable. Just like, do I really want to give this much? That's the right amount. Um, that 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 often works for me. That, that yeah. seems like an awful lot. That's when you that's when you press send. Let's do an update right now where we are. Drum roll, Gladys. Gladys, spinning the sticks with one hand, doing a one-handed roll. That's very cool. $309,419. That's really good. And the, a lot of the last several pages of donations have been these, you know, the, the 27 bucks, 50 bucks, $25. Right. There was one, a, a broke teacher, what's your excuse, donated $50. It's, oh, that's it's, a good one. It's fantastic. Wow. Thanks for that. You know, I just, I look at a guy like Chris, and he gets hurt. And he refuses to leave. He stays with his unit. He continues to serve. Gets hurt again. Same thing. Then he takes a blow to the head. He's got epilepsy and and all. And he wants to stay with his unit. He wants to serve. Then finally, his injuries are just too much. And the military says, I'm sorry. You have to go. And then he 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 turns to America and he says, listen, I just need a little help right now. Just a little bit. How can we say no to a guy like that? Well, How do we say no? You're on your own, dude. Good luck. I, I won't be that person. I know a lot of you won't either. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We just got $27 from fully activated glutes. We really appreciate that. <laughs> well played. <laughs> As we're at about $310,000, but our goal is 500000 by close of business tomorrow, so we got a long way to go. Let's get her done. 